Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Jesus and Deuce podcast. I'm your host, Jesus, over here with my other host, Young Deuce. How you doing, bro? Shit, I'm doing pretty good, bro. Mad the Bucks lost, but at least I got the fantasy dub. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's always the, uh, you know, the silver lining at the end of the day, even when your real team loses, it hurts. But the fantasy dub, it kind of cushions the blow a little bit. Facts, bro. I went one for three. You know, the team lost. The parlays ain't hit. But the fantasy team won, and I got drunk. Hey, sounds like a fucking uh, great weekend to me, boss. Shit. Luckily, I was able to get uh, the dub in my fantasy game, in my fantasy matchup. Uh, I was actually playing my little brother over there. So, you know, I'm glad I was able to get that dub. Have a little bragging rights between me and him, you know. Basically, little bro, his ass. You know, just a little bit, just a little bit. If if things would have played a uh, played out a little different, you know, if I had, if I had a, uh, well, I had started Tua, so I think I think we could actually go ahead and start there if you want to dive right into this because I think this is probably you know the biggest. <laughs> The biggest story to come out of last uh, last week's games. You want to go ahead and kick it off here with Tua? Oh, man, of course. Of course. I 100% sympathize for that man, bro. Mm-hmm. Because the way, the way that team just showed the complete lack of care for him as a human being and put him back out there, not, not for this game, but I'm talking about even for last game, too, when he was literally wobbling. Yep. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it. I understand you want to win, but... Just seeing that, bro, just seeing it like from the Bills, just that game, just tells you right there. And then he probably shouldn't have played the rest of that game and for sure shouldn't have played against Miami. Yeah, bro. I'm right there oh, I'm 100% Miami. with you. I'm, oh, no, I was just saying that I'm 100% right there with you, bro, in regards to um, he shouldn't have been back out there to begin with in the Bills game. Right now, everything is kind of like twenty uh, visions twenty twenty because now we can sit back and look at the series of events and be like, okay, well, yeah, he definitely shouldn't have been in that Thursday game. But on Sunday, you know, like shit, we were we were watching that game. You know, we were out and about. We were watching the game. We saw that it happened. We saw him stumble, and I was kind of like, oh damn, you know, like. He's out. I saw that, and I was like, damn, well, like, that's it. You know, you see something like that, and you just assume that's it. And then, uh, you know, we're watching the game, and then we see that he comes back out, and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, like, well, you know, I guess, you know, he must have passed whatever they had. And so that that was just kind of my way of being, okay, well, the NFL is not going to, put someone out there who shouldn't be out there right like that that was my train of thought you know so I was like okay well if he's out there that means you know he should have passed a certain amount of tests you know they should have been able to see that he was somewhat you know still in the right mind to be able to go out and finish the game me thinking that oh well they're not gonna put him out there you know if he's still fucked up or anything like that you know but then then it just made it worse because of what happened Thursday. And then now everybody gets to be like, oh, well, he shouldn't have been there from the jump. 
where I feel like um, we should have kind of been saying that from the beginning when he took that first initial hit. Like, and I, I, I'm I'm guilty of it myself because I didn't. I didn't make a big uproar about it, you know, because I was just like, oh, well, he should be good to go then. You know, like if, if he's out there, you know, you see him throwing the touchdown pass, they end up winning the game. You're like, oh, okay, well, you know, he must have bounced back. But after the big injury Thursday, then I even kind of felt guilty myself. Like, damn, like I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, speaking up per se about him not playing in that game. But now I want to speak up about what happened this game, you know. So I kind of felt a little hypocritical myself. I felt a little guilty about it myself because that was a nasty hit, bro. What you were you were watching the game, bro? What did you think right away when when you saw that? I mean, <clears throat> compared like it was like compared to like what happened in Buffalo. Like this hit was way worse because he actually got forced down instead of you know just getting pushed. Right. And with this one, you know, it wasn't. It was a. I don't, I don't know. I want. I don't want to say how much he is because you know I don't like how much he weighs. I don't want to guess. I just know you know it's a lineman, it's a defensive lineman bringing him down full force, slamming him type shit. Mm-hmm. It was a really bad hit watching it. Like as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, he done. Like, I, I didn't even, like that was before you saw his hands do the the locking up motion or anything like that. Right. I just knew with that hit, donezo, bro. Mm-hmm. And then from there, bro, like. I don't want to necessarily say it's all the NFL's fault because they do hire these people. They do have these independent neurologists. They do have the spotters on the field to spot these things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's more on the doctor that cleared him than it would be the NFL because the NFL did hire him, but the NFL is not doing enough to protect their players in these situations. But I don't know what how much you really could protect them instead of like you know putting extra padding in the helmets. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to that, bro, like, it's very hard to protect the head, you know, like, especially when it comes to a hit like that, because you could see it, like, from the jump, like, just watching it, it it almost felt like, to me, it almost kind of felt like slow motion, bro, because I was on my lunch break. And I was watching the game on my lunch break. And, um, you know, I was just in my car watching the game. And it was almost kind of like slow motion where I saw the the D lineman, like, wrap him around his waist. You know, like, if you've ever kind of, like, played around or, like, play fought with your brother or whatever, or with your cousins or whatever, you know, you might know that it's a little easier to kind of like pick or, you know, if you've done any kind of like wrestling or or whatever the hell, you know, if you just kind of goofed around with any friends and you kind of like go to try to pick them up, you know that if you kind of like get them by the legs or kind of like get them right there by the waist, you could swing them around, you know, you could pick them up a lot easier. So when I seen the lineman like right there by his waist and just like the motion he was going in, I was like, oh, He's going to – this is kind of like a slam tackle, kind of like how you said, as opposed to, like, just being pushed or, you know, kind of, like, getting fallen on. Like, he's kind of, like, gearing up to slam him in a way. Like, I'm not saying it was intentional, but just the way that the lineman was falling, how he grabbed him and then kind of, like, pulled him down, it just kind of looked like it was going to be a tough hit. 
And I I was hoping he would just kind of like hit his back, but that's almost impossible. You know, you hit your back and your your head is whiplashing. And that was nasty, bro. Like when I saw it, my first thought, uh, I, I was watching it with my homeboy and he thought that his fingers had broke and he thought that he was looking at his fingers almost kind of like in shock like oh like i, I like i broke my finger kind of like looking at him like what the fuck like my fingers mm-hmm. that's what my homeboy was thinking cuz he said it off the rip he was like oh bro he broke his finger look and then i looked at it and i was like nah like that's 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 kind of like a comatose motion like or kind of like he looks stuck you know Mm-hmm. And well, they said um, he had a seizure. He had a seizure. Fuck. Supposedly, like that's why he's supposedly. I'm not saying that mm. is confirmed. I'm just saying supposedly they said he had a seizure. That's why his fingers locked up like that. Oh, okay. So when I saw it, bro, it was it was very scary, bro. And like um, off the rip, because I thought about the concussion he had Sunday, and I I, I mean I'm not. I'm not I'm not fucking smart. You know, I, I never really like ever claimed to be smart. So at one point I had heard something about, you know, if you get multiple concussions within a close period of time, you know, there's a chance that, you know, you could die. And so immediately, bro, that's what I thought. I was like, bro, like, I hope he's OK. I hope, you know, I, I was I wasn't trying to wish it on him or nothing. I was just very worried. I was like, bro. Like, this doesn't look good. Like, I, I hope he's alive, first and foremost. Like, I just hope he's alive. I hope, you know, secondly, I hope he's not paralyzed from this, you know, because the way he locked up, it was it was pretty scary for me. And the crazy thing about it is, bro, like, and I kind of, after that happened, I kind of had some time to think and just think over the situation. And I was like, bro, you know what? Like, it's crazy because me, you know, I watch fights. I I watch I watch MMA fighters knock each other out cold, stiff, you know, like eyes in the back of their heads, you know, like their hands like all stretched out and like sometimes they're knocked out and they're still like trying to, you know, try to grab a leg as if they were still fighting, you know, just kind of like moving, but they're completely out of it. And I'll see that. And be like, damn, like he knocked his ass out, you know, like, but that's because my brain is kind of channeled to know, okay, well, this is a fight. Someone, there's a high possibility someone's going to get knocked out. And this is what normally happens when someone gets knocked out. So in a way, I kind of thought like, damn, bro, it's kind of weird that I could watch MMA fights like almost every single weekend and see that and be okay with that. But then when it happens on the football field, almost the exact same thing, almost. This one was definitely more forced than what, you know, a head kick or, you know, uh, an elbow or like a, a mean punch could generate because it's the ground and gravity. But in terms of how he reacted, how he locked up, it was a lot scarier for me to see that in a football game compared to me watching MMA fights. And I kind of I kind of thought it was a little weird because I was like, well, I, I'm kind of used to this in a way, but then I see it on a football field and I'm scared for someone's life. You know, like, I thought that was kind of crazy. And I was like, well, that's because 
I know that football is a rough sport. It's it's a dangerous sport, but it's not. I mean, concussions are are common. You know, like it's a thing. I'm sure there was a lot of concussions this past weekend. You know, like just off the Sunday games alone, that you know probably weren't as big. You know, that some players that might not have big names got, and we just don't hear about them too often. But seeing that, I was like, damn, like, this is different. You know, like, this is scary. Like, and I guess it's just because I don't see that often in a football game all the time. You know, like, I see it more frequent in MMA. I just kind of thought it was a little crazy for me. I don't know, but there's a lot of concussions this week. Isaiah McKenzie got one. Cameron Bray got one. Uh, Who else got one? Damn, there's a lot of players. Brian Mm -hmm. Brian Warrior got one, like, in the first – like in the second play of the game. Mm-hmm. So but they're more prevalent. It's just now that what happened with Tua, I think now people are just paying more attention to him. Yeah. I mean, with concussion, with football and MMA, I feel like with fighting sports, you kind of expect a knockout. But but after that knockout, you know you have six months or maybe even a year until your next fight. Yeah. As for football, you have two weeks until the, probably the next time you play. Yeah. So it, you probably are more likely to get another concussion quicker than you would in any other sport just because every hit like every time a slot receiver goes in the middle bro you and he gets hit you're thinking like oh he done mm-hmm. and you know what's crazy is that it's not even only the offensive guys you know like look at luke keekley that's why his career was i wouldn't necessarily say cut short but you know that's why he decided to retire more sooner when a lot of people thought why would you retire so soon? You know, you got, you know, you got plenty of years left to be able to play football. But look at someone like Luke Keekley, who, who was a dog, you know, I mean, you look at him, Keekley was in, in his prime. He was the best middle linebacker. And like or Patrick Willis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Patrick Willis and the, the worst one, bro, was a four year player that was on the 49ers, a starter, defensive player. He retired after four years because he was scared of concussions. Yeah, you know, so it's not just only on the offensive side of the ball. It's it's on the defensive side. And, you know, it's it's a scary thing. I, I really don't see there being a way to lessen the amount of concussions, regardless of what you do to the helmets, you know, because it's not necessarily a head um it, it like the helmets they could hold your head in place, you know, but that's all the helmet is doing. But the impact is happening with your brain inside of the head, and the brain is what's moving around in your cranium. That's what's you know sloshing around in there, and that's what's getting hit and taking the blows. Like yeah, of course it's it's your head that's taking the impact. But the helmet is on your head. You know what I mean? Like if that, like, I, I mean, I'm not even like saying nothing that's fucking hard to understand. But it's the brain in there that's moving around that still moves, even though the the helmet's on. Your brain is still bouncing off your head in there. You know, like, so I don't really think there's a way to, to lessen the amount of concussions or uh, damage taken to the head. I mean, I don't think there is, but I just, I don't know. 
it's just gonna be hard. It's a violent sport, like we've said before. Mm-hmm. It's, it's gonna be hard. There's just no real good way to handle a concussion. Yeah, I mean, you can get a concussion by doing the simplest things too. You can just like even us as a regular people just slip and fall. You hit your head, you might get a concussion. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know when I got into my car accident, I had a concussion. Like my DWI one. Yeah, because of you know, because of stuff like whiplash. You know, whether whether it's off the impact or or it's whiplash, or you hit your head on the steering wheel, or you hit your head on the seat, or you know, whatever. And like you said, I mean, even in everyday life, you could get them. So it's tough. Hopefully, um, I, I like that they're not playing Tua this week. Thank fucking God they didn't put them out there, bro. I mean, they have no choice. They have no choice. Yeah, they got they got no choice, bro. Like, you put him back out there, bro. You Mike McDaniel's probably loses that locker room, <laughs> bro. No cap. That, I, I think we've talked about you know that enough football. You know, I think it's time we move on to the rest of these games, my guy. There's some good games this weekend. Yep, just kind of had to go ahead and say our piece on that. Uh, mm-hmm. hopefully Tua, you know, comes back. Um, you had mentioned something about him retiring. Kind of wanted to touch on that. How do you feel about that? Do you think he should retire? Do you, you know, you think he should thug it out a little bit more? What do you think? I think when it comes to that, bro, it just comes out to him and his decision. Like, you know, I think like as a fan, we could say like, oh, he should or he shouldn't. Maybe just because, you know, we want to see him play or maybe because, we we care for his health more as a you know more than mm-hmm. being a fan, mm-hmm. but I think it's just I think it really just comes down to his decision. Like does he think he can continue playing and live, you know, a long fruitful life with you know the possibility of catching more concussions in his career, catching more injuries because Tua is injury prone. We can't deny that. Mm-hmm. So I think for him, he just he probably. Probably, like, this week not playing is probably going to help him evaluate that. But then probably, like, being out there watching his teammates, his, you know. Because when you play on a, on a team, that's your family. Yeah. And you don't want to let them down. So, he'll probably will thug it out for a couple of years. But I don't know, man. I think if he keeps getting hurt, I think he'll take the Andrew Luck route and just retire. And you know what? I don't think a lot of people would be too upset about that. Um, me personally, you know, I would – I would just hope he makes the best decision for himself, whether it's to continue playing, whether it's, uh, you know, to leave the game, you know, as long as he's able to look back at his decision and be like, you know what, this was the right decision, mm-hmm. you know, then, hey, I'm all for it. Um, like you said, let's go ahead and get into some of these games. We can dive into week five, or do you want to recap a little bit on week four? We don't got to do all the games, but, you know, some of the week four games that stood out. All right, let's, let's go ahead and bring this up, bro, because I, I told you this before, that this defense is not the same. Oh, shit. You see that ass whooping? The four, well, I mean, it wasn't an ass whooping. It was a tough matchup. It was still Jimmy G throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. But you see that ass whooping them boys gave him? Bro, that game, like, um, it never really seemed like the Niners were going to lose that game. You know what I mean? Like, it kind of felt... Like, the Rams weren't ever really a threat in that game, bro. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they – the score was 24-9, to 9, but, no, they, they definitely whooped their ass out there, bro. 100%, bro. I knew, like, after that first drive, like, I thought the Niners – I thought it was going to be, like, a, you know, offensive game. I thought the defense was just not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. 
I saw the, you know, the first Rams drive, they were driving down the field. And then when I saw the field goal, I was like, yep, y'all ain't scoring. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nah, bro, the Niners look good. They look good on defense, man. That defense yeah, they, is looking good. They're scary, bro. They're scary. Their, their defense is looking good. The Eagles' defense looks like they're ball hawks. And you know what? I think it was, what, maybe our first episode or whatever, where I was kind of saying that the Eagles' uh, secondary has always kind of been kind of like their weak link. They tightened it up. I mean, I, I really, honestly, bro, like, it really kills me to even say anything fucking decent about the fucking Eagles. But their secondary, their secondary is looking good. Their defense looks more well-rounded. They look like a well-rounded team. They got a lot of weapons on offense. You know, I think you're underselling that Eagles defense, bro. That pass rush is nasty. <laughs> hey. That pass rush is nasty. And then the other the this that I just saw, bro. Like I just saw this from Lane Johnson. <clears throat> you know when was the last time he gave up a sack? <laughs> Shit, I I couldn't tell you, boss. Bro, apparently like apparently this was a stat that he tweeted. I think it's I think it's yeah, it says twenty nineteen was the last time he gave up a sack and twenty twenty one was the last time he gave up like a quarterback getting hit. Well, that's not bad. That's just last season. Yeah, but I mean gave hey, up a hit. That's just I mean, I'm talking about that's just Lane Johnson. You still got Kelsey out there. That's a good ass center. Fat Batman as he calls himself. <laughs> Shout out to Kelsey. Hey, bro, have you seen their podcast? I know I'm kind of diving off. Have you seen, their podcast is pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> For real? No, I haven't tuned into it. I I, um, I saw it come up on my uh, recommended, like on my, it came up on my algorithm on YouTube. So mm-hmm. I haven't, I haven't actually sat down and, and checked it out, but I think that's pretty cool. I feel like Kelsey's more kind of like the, well, well, they're both Kelsey, but I'm talking about Trav. I feel like he's kind of got the more personality, obviously, because, you know, he's a tight end. And then, you know, his brother, he's a lineman. So, you know, he's a little more humble, but from what I've seen. But I know he'd be talking, you know, I know he'd be talking. So I feel like it's a good mix. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, it's a good one, bro. No cap. But back to the ego. I, I feel like you're just, I feel like you're underselling. I feel like you're underselling them a little bit. They're They're really good defense, bro. Bro, of course. Look, okay. From a, from a NFL fan perspective, I'm giving them their props. You know, I'm they they're they're a decent team. But my cowboy side allows me to only use words like decent. Yeah, I, I, you I, know, I, I, <laughs> you know, they're the only undefeated team, and you're calling them decent, <laughs> bro. Okay. I'm not saying that we've played a lot of good teams, but they haven't really been playing the best of teams. They have been playing teams that have played them tough. I'll give them that. They've beat teams that have played them tough, and they've had to put up points. So I give them respect on that. You know, the Lions, week one. They're the Lions, but they're a new Lions, so I can respect it. It was a tough win. They had to put up 38 to beat the Lions who put up 35. So I can mm-hmm. respect that, you know, but they're not necessarily playing top-tier teams. Now, I get it. My team lost to the only top-tier team that we've played. So then again, mm-hmm. us, we're not necessarily playing 
top tier wins. They're four and zero. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're they're getting their wins. Us, we're three and one with the loss to the Tampa Bay Bucks, which I would say is the only good team that we've played. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, we've beaten the teams that we're supposed to beat to get to where we're at. You know, mm-hmm. so I feel like us. Well, not even. Not even, because I was going to say we're going to play the Rams next week, so that's going to be a good team. But not even. The way fucking Stafford is playing, bro, all they got is Cooper Cup, and then right below him is fucking Higby. And that's it. For some reason, Stafford just ain't clicking. He can't. I, I, I just don't know, bro. And it's worse because I got him on my fucking fantasy team. So I had some kind of expectations out of Stafford, but... We got the Rams next week. After them, though, we play the Eagles. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to. In a way, I'm I'm not necessarily looking past the Rams because I get it. You know, we got to play them. But that's not necessarily a game that I'm too interested in. I want to see what the fuck is up with these Eagles because I feel like they kind of got all this hype, da-da-da, all right. Well, y'all haven't beat us in, like, two, three years. So, all right, let's see what's up. You know, it's kind of like, oh, okay, you think you big dog now, huh? Okay. Well, all right. Come on, let's go. Come on, put the gloves on. Come on, you think you, you think you're coming of age? All right. Well, I get it. Look, they won the Super Bowl, what, like, three, four years, five years ago, whatever. I get that. But it's kind of like, all right, as, as of recent, we've been big brother. So all right, you think you think you wanna you think you wanna step up? You wanna be man of the house now? All right, well come on, put the gloves on. Let's see what's going on. So I can't wait for that game, bro. And Eagles fans, people, we, we the Cowboys fans get a lot of shit, but Eagles fans are just as bad, bro. I boy, Eagles fans are just as bad as Cowboys fans, bro. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Yeah, but you said the key word, boss. They won a Super Bowl recently. Like I said, you're, I feel like you're just underselling the Eagles a lot, fam. Like, compare the teams that they beat compared to y'all, the teams you beat. Like, the Vikings and the Cincinnati Bengals, to me, are the same team. They y'all, they did their thing against Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz gives y'all look like it was going to be a close game for some reason. <laughs> Boy! That wasn't, was... like 12 to, wasn't it like 12-6 to 6 for a minute? Bro, that game, they had a chance. They had a chance, and and me, I was there live, bro. I didn't even, I didn't even tell you at the game. I, the person sitting in front of me, those three homies sit like that. You could tell they rolled together. The guy that was sitting right, right in front of me, he was either a Cowboys hater or a Washington fan, but I couldn't tell. Because the motherfucker was wearing a Michael Gallup t-shirt. Bro, the motherfucker was in disguise, bro. Like, he was a Cowboys hater or a Washington fan in disguise. And let me tell you why. Because every time, his, homeboy, his homies were obviously Cowboys fans. So whenever something good happened, they would both like, because he was in the middle, they would both tease him and be like, ah, look, da 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 And he'd get mad. He'd start pushing his homies like, bro, get out of my face, da-da-da, stop it, you know, shit like that. And I was like, huh. 
I was like, I, I smell a smell that's kind of smelly coming from this guy. And I was like, huh. I kept watching him. And then when the fucking commanders threw for the touchdown, boy, this motherfucker damn near jumped out his seat. Uh-uh. He damn near jumped out his seat. But, you know, he's a Cowboys head, a Washington fan in disguise. So he didn't do it. But what he did do is he got in his homie's face. And I was like, oh, okay, he's an op. Why has he got a Michael Gallup t-shirt on? I don't know. But he's an op. And I don't like it. So that's the last time that they had a chance was when he scored. After that, bro, old Carson Wentz was doing old Carson Wentz stuff. Boy, that boy was running for his life. That boy was throwing bad balls. That boy was fucking everywhere. We were on his ass. And I didn't let up. Hey, I didn't forget about the guy in front of me. Oh, I was on his ass. I was, boy, I was talking shit all day. That game, it was never really in question. There was a chance. They had a chance, but they never capitalized. They never, they weren't ever really able to put anything together. Whereas old Cooper, uh, old Cooper Clutch, he was able to fucking dice up the defense, put the ball where it had to go. He didn't make any mistakes. He's solid. I like that. He's solid. I know what I'm getting when I'm when, when Cooper rushes out there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You said the key word, boss. They had a chance. When these boys played the Eagles, the commanders never had a chance from the jump. I, I mean, if you look at it, they never really had a chance. They put a little drive together, but after that, it was all cowboys. It was all cowboys. Them boys never had a chance after they put up that first little touchdown. They thought they did. Homie in front of me thought they did. But the whole time I started clowning them, I was like, man, y'all never had a chance. What were y'all thinking? Y'all got 11. Y'all got 11 back there. Y'all ain't going to do nothing because y'all got 11. And then they put up a stat. 11 only had like 118 yards passed. And I was like, ooh. I was like, that's your man's? He's only putting up 118, 120? What? And then, I, and then Cooper Clutch over there, he had like 200 plus. I was like, ooh, get these boys out of here. Send them home early. Beat the road. It's a bad day to be a Washington fan. It's a bad day to be a Cowboys hater. And then I topped it <laughs> off. And then I topped it off. I said, they didn't want to see us win. God did. Ooh, boy, that put his ass in the fucking uh that put his ass in a fucking spin cycle. That guy that boy wanted to get out of there so fast, but he couldn't. His homies was holding him down. He couldn't leave. Man, I was giving it to him. I know he could hear me, and I knew he hated me because I damn near lost my voice that game. But, hey, I had to let him know. If you a Cowboys hater, you a Washington fan, and you sitting in front of me, sheesh, you chose the worst seats in the house, buddy. <laughs> I don't know, boss. You said it yourself. Y'all ain't played nobody. They've at least played some good offenses against their defenses. Mm-hmm. So they they've had, had, they've they've had, had to Jetta, put up points. And they have Kirk. Trevor T Law did his thing. I'm bro, it's just I feel like it's bad right now this weekend. If you have any fantasy players playing on the East Coast this weekend, I feel like it's bad just because it's it's rain. It was raining there last weekend. Every team was fumbling that played on that side of the, of the uh, you know the country. And T Law had to. Oh no, go ahead. Oh, let's say uh, uh, Lawrence had two. Fucking uh, what's his name had one in the in the Buffalo. The Buffalo game, Singletary. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, it's just a bad time to have anybody playing in the East Coast if you're a fantasy manager. 
And then there's you with the Eagles defense sitting there picking up all the fumbles, getting some picks, doing all of that for you. Huh? How you feel about picking them up? Hey, bro, like, arguably, I don't know any – I mean, besides the point, I, I think the Niners defense is probably, like, the best defense in the league this season. Mm-hmm. But the Eagles are a close second, bro. Like, I'm telling you, you're just not giving them the credit they deserve. <laughs> them boys hey. don't give up points, but them boys will get the sacks. Hey, <laughs> They will get their sacks. They will get their picks. And the thing about when you guys play them, oh, Dak Prescott, oh, can't beat cover two. He gonna make he gonna make the mistakes that Cooper Rush ain't been making. <laughs> and you know what, bro? It's tough because I still stand by uh, Dak coming back for his job. I do, but I don't necessarily stand by putting him back in as soon as he's ready. I think I think a lot of people kind of forget that that's the way that. That's what we did when Dak Prescott was leading us like 11 and 0, 11 and 0, 13 and 0, whatever the or I think it was like 13 and 3 that season. Uh but I think we had went 11 and 0 before uh and he didn't give Romo the job back. So this is kind of like the same. I'm not saying that Cooper Rush is going to take away Dak's job for the rest of the season, but what I'm saying is, you know, Ride him, ride him till the wheels fall off. You know why not? He hasn't, he hasn't made any mistakes. He's been playing well. I'm, I'm still standing by Dak being our quarterback, but not necessarily when he's ready. Not necessarily on his timeline. Now Cooper Rush got leverage. Now it's just until you know, maybe until he loses, or maybe until after our bye week. You know, then we could put Dak back. But for nah, right now, I don't think I don't think we put. I want I I kind of want Coop. I kind of want old Cooper Clutch against the Eagles. That's nah, gonna be a Jerry Jones decision. If I'm pretty sure Dak plays against the Eagles, he's I don't think he plays against the Rams, but he'll be back against the Eagles. And you know what? That that'd be okay with me. You know, as long as as long as it's not right away, because at the same time, I don't want Dak to re-injure his thumb i don't want him to you know have to miss more games because we try to rush him back oh you know cooper rush he's holding it down you know take your time heal up right you know make sure you're a hundred percent and then come back you know that's that's my thought that's my train of thought so cooper rush is holding it down he's 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 doing above and beyond what I expected or what is expected of a backup quarterback, you know? So he's exceeded my expectations already at this point. I mean, we're playing with house money now, you know, ride them and let them play against the Rams. If Dak is good to play against the Eagles, fuck it, bring Dak in for the Eagles, you know, but is that the best decision? I mean, I don't know. That's a tough matchup. I say yeah, bro, because I mean, well, Cooper Cup has done. I mean, Cooper Rush, Cooper Cup, Cooper Rush. <laughs> has done you know, as he's done good, bro, he hasn't really played again a defense like the Eagles' defense, and we also haven't seen him. Because I mean, when you play the Eagles, bro, you know they're gonna try to take away Z. They're gonna try to make Cooper Rush throw the ball, and I personally, I have yet to see him throw over two fifty. Hmm. 
I haven't seen. Yeah, he hasn't hit two fifty yards. I think his highest was two thirty five. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just double check on that. But go ahead, bro. I said I don't think he's hit over two fifty yards, and I think like if you make him throw, where like the, they completely shut down the running game, they Zeke can't get going, Pollard can't get going, they, he has to throw it mm-hmm. against that defense. I don't like it. <laughs> like I just don't like it. I don't like because you saw what Darius Slay did to Jetta. Yeah. If he's gonna run the routes for Jetta, he's gonna run the routes for CD, and like against CD, you just put a little safety over the top, and Garner Johnson, trust Bradbury on the other side. Against uh, who would that be? Noah Brown or Gallup? Oh yeah, I don't know if Noah Brown saw the field that much this week. I wasn't really watching y'all's game like that. Yeah, <laughs> I he watched was the Buffalo Bills game. He was out there. But, he he made some plays. Yeah, so you probably put a Bradbury on him, trust him on Noah Brown, and then if you're doubling CD, I don't know. I trust Dak more just because he he can make those tighter throws. He's gonna take those risks and live with the decision. Mm-hmm. As Cooper Rush, I don't think he'll trust the throw. I think he'll just, you know, dump it off for the easy yards and then you could be contempt with punting. But then again, we haven't seen him play a good defense yet. Like, we'll see this week if the Rams actually show up on defense because, I mean, you double Aaron Donald, looks like nobody else can get the sack. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think I'm not necessarily saying that this will be a big test because it it won't necessarily be a big test, but it'll be a step up compared to what he's – kind of been seeing on defense, mainly because they got Aaron Donald, you know? So and he's Ram- and Ramsey. And Aaron Donald is still a fucking menace. Did you mm-hmm. see uh did you see where um this last game they just did not block Aaron Donald and he just came through screaming on one play. And mm-hmm. I was like, bro, that is not what you want to see if you're Jimmy G. That is not what you want to see if you're any quarterback in the NFL. Just have Aaron Donald just running at you, screaming, just ready to, you know, just ready to blast you. So, <laughs> so. bro, you t- I feel like, bro, I feel like if Jimmy G would have held on to that ball and took that hit, Jimmy G would have been out for game. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G would have been out for game, bro. No cap, like that would have been a nasty hit to take. From Aaron Donald like that. Unblocked, too. Unblocked? That one would have been bad, bro. It's like, I mean, you got to give them the respect. There's still Aaron Donald on that team. And offense, your offensive line isn't what it used to be. Mm-hmm. So it's susceptible to get beaten every now and then. Mm-hmm. And then you still got Ramsey on the other side. I guess this will be like the best defense he's gone up against. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll it'll kind of be a little, a little measuring stick to see like, okay, you know, maybe we could take them into the Eagles. This will kind of help the team evaluate, okay, who should we go with? You know, like, because I think Dak has a pretty good record against the Eagles. I mean, I think I, I, I think they only beat us maybe, I think they beat us once in 2020, like the COVID year. But sixteen before that was last time. I don't know. But I, I think with Dak as quarterback, I think we might be up like six to one. Like like really, like the Eagles haven't really beat us with Dak at quarterback. So that's one side of it. But then depending how Coop play Cooper Rush plays, you know, against the Rams, it, it, it'll it'll make it tough. And god damn it, Jerry, he spoke it into fucking existence. Now look at us. We're possibly heading into a fucking quarterback controversy. Before the fucking Eagles game. Nah, Jerry's been in this. I don't know about Jerry's. I heard the story today. Jerry's been in this situation before, back when Aikman got hurt. Mm. 
the backer quarterback came in, did good. I think he went 4-0 as well. And then he went up to play Ditka uh, Bears, and he won that game. But Jerry knew after that, hey, look, sorry, but this is Aikman's team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's I, he's going to make the decision, especially just if he paid him. I mean, you could say – that's honestly the only reason why he's going to go back out there is because he paid him. You see that with Zeke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So – you, Dak's gonna go back out there. It's just a matter of this week or next week. Yeah. It's more likely gonna be next week against the Eagles. Yeah, and you know what? I'm okay with that. But since we're already talking about the Week 15 games, let's go ahead and get into them. <laughs> oh, bet we should. We can go ahead and get into it. I kind of wanted to touch on old Kenny, Kenny Two Gloves over there in Pittsburgh, but oh, Kenny Pickett. Yeah, old Kenny Pickett over there. I'm, I'm glad that he finally started. Um, right, I was right. Told you'd be in there by halftime, baby. <laughs> hey, he was out there. Uh, Bug hit me up talking about it's elect. The crowd is electric. Kenny Pickett is in. I repeat, Kenny Pickett is in, bro. So Steelers fans, they're like, thank fucking god, it's about time. What took so long? They ended up still losing, him. but he looked good. Yeah, that first pick wasn't his fault. He literally gave Claypool a chance, mm-hmm. and Claypool just. Dropped it. Hell and yeah. What I tell you though, what I tell you though, when Pickett starts, George Pickens is gonna go off. <laughs> hey, and he did. I mean, not like go off, but compared to you know the the other few games, yeah, compared to what he's been doing, yeah. He went over a hundred. Yeah, I mean, they know they I feel like they got that connection. That's gonna be a different well, hopefully it'll be a different offense. So it's looking good. Things are looking very hopeful over there in old Pittsburgh. Uh, not this week, though. Not no, week, though. no, no, not this week. They got Buffalo, <laughs> but, bro, could you imagine if Kenny Pickett goes toe-to-toe with Josh Allen, bro, and that game is closer than what we really think? That'd bro, be crazy. I keep telling, I keep telling like, I, I, I feel like I told you and Bug. I was like, I told Bug this for sure. I was like, bro, don't sleep on Pickett, fam. Like, I was a fan of his when he was at Pitt, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I, I tell y'all the game where he came back, but I also forget. I also forgot the game, like his first start as a freshman, bro. His Pitt was like that. Then had a lose. They were already having a losing season. Mm-hmm. He comes in and he beats a top ranked undefeated team. Jeez, bro! So could like, you he, imagine? He had like he and and he did this at Heinz Field, bro. He has he has the dog in him. It's just could he go to the right coach? And he went to Mike Tomlin. Oh yeah, nine, bro. Ten out of ten times. Yeah, ten out of ten times. If I get if I get drafted to a Mike Tomlin team, oh yeah, I feel good. (laughs) You know, I feel happy about my coach. Thanks, bro. I'm telling you, Kenny Pickett gonna be nice. I'm not saying he's gonna be a Super Bowl winner, Hall of Fame. I'm just saying he's gonna be nice in this league. He's gonna be up there with the Herberts, the Burrows, the not the Mahomes. Holmes and Brady and Rodgers are different tiers, but he's gonna be up there in that second tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I like just off rip. I kind of maybe it's the hair, maybe I don't know, but sim- to me, I could kind of see him being similar to Herbo to Justin mm-hmm. Herbert. Mm-hmm. But oh, another thing I want to touch on just briefly, bro. Fuck, since we were talking about coaches. Did you see this motherfucker talking about Mike McCarthy is the coach of the year so far? Bruh. Yeah, 
took a high. Like, if you're, we're already peeing coach of the years. It's Dougie P in Jacksonville. <laughs> right. You know, I was like, bro, this motherfucker's high, bro. I want what he's smoking. He's on some gas, boy, because he went on national TV and said that shit. Yeah, on that Snoop Dogg weed, bro. <laughs> yeah, on that presidential. Now, you said old Dougie P. I respect it. That's a, that's definitely a good one compared to fucking Mike McCarthy. My mm-hmm. my uh my choice would have to go to old Motor City Dan Campbell over there with the Detroit Lions. He's got them boys playing their hearts out. They're believing, you know, they they're believing they're a good team. They're putting up a lot of points. I feel like they've been competitive last season, you know, but this <laughs> season, you know, I, I see I see a turnaround. You know, it's looking good. So that would be my vote. For yeah, coach think, of the year, I think it'll be I think it'll be Dougie P. Just because the way that the way that division's looking like, it looks like the Jacksonville Jaguars is their division to lose, and they're probably gonna win. They're more than likely gonna win this game against Houston, so they'll be first place again. Mm-hmm. So I really think it's Dougie P. Just because what well, we saw Jacksonville last year, mm-hmm. horrible. <laughs> yep. And you see them this year, possibly a division winner. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. Very valid point, bro. No, no doubt about it. Very valid. They they've definitely made a jump, you know. So they're looking good. I just had to speak on the fact that that motherfucker on ESPN was fucking high. I don't know. I, I you know what? Maybe I don't want what he's smoking because maybe it's not weed. Maybe <laughs> maybe that motherfucker on some other shit. Because who in their right mind says Mike McCarthy is the coach of the year at this point? Like what? That motherfucker might be on some rocks, boss. Maybe I maybe I don't want what he's smoking now that I think about it. Shit, boss. If any Cowboys coaches candidate for coach of the year, it should be Dan Quinn. That defense is what's keeping like what's what's making Cooper Rush, you know, a valuable backup quarterback. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Old Dan Quinn. I know he he might not be able to live down that that twenty eight and three, but god damn it, he's doing good for us and out of respect for him. I will not bring that up, aside from the fact that I just brought it up. But from here on out, I will not be bringing up uh, that scoreboard, uh, that that score, because I respect that. Uh, hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> I will, out of respect for old Dan Quinn over there, that man is working his ass off. He's got them boys playing hard on defense. So, and he can't be Brady, so I can talk all the shit I want. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he had two tries at him with the Cowboys and lost them both. Lost them both. So I ain't even, I ain't even mad at that, you know. But he's got our boys playing, so I'm happy about that. Um, week four on our predictions, boss. Let me go over these results real quick. You only hit on four: the mm-hmm. Vikings, Jets, Chargers, and the Bills. Whereas uh, Ojizi over here, I hit on seven. Titans, Chargers, my Cowboys, of course. Cardinals, Raiders, surprisingly. <laughs> um, the Packers and the Chiefs. You know, the Chiefs, I had picked them. You picked the Bucks, obviously, because that's your team. So that one isn't really too, you know. Uh, Packers one was close. Hey, you know. Packers one was close. That, that one was close, bro. That was a good game. That was a good Bailey Zappi era started in New England. Yep, look at him. I couldn't believe it. I was like, who the fuck is that? I was like, Zappi, Zippy, who the fuck? 
Boss, I'm ready to bounce back this week and go perfect. Ready to bounce back? Well, let's go ahead and get into it here. We got the old uh, week five schedule right here. Let me get the games ready to go. We can go ahead and make our week five picks. All right. So here we go, boss. Uh, Thursday night. Thursday night football. We got Colts at the Broncos. Who you rocking with here? This is a tough one because I don't like neither one of these. Yeah, they're both really <laughs> well. I mean, the only thing that makes the Colts bad is Matt Ryan and the and Matt Ryan. <laughs> I think Matt Ryan is like top five passing yards right now, so that's kind of wild. With the, all the picks and the fumbles, I believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I give me the Broncos, bro. The only problem is the head coach. They still got Russ. So I'm gonna ride with the Broncos this time. Uh, you know what, bro? I'm definitely going to go ahead and ride with the Broncos as well. Solely on, solely on the fact that, you know. No JT. No JT, you know. I mean, Broncos are at home. I know that doesn't necessarily play a huge factor, but I'm going to just go with Broncos. They're the home team. I like them a little more than the Colts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told myself I'm not betting on the Colts, and it paid off last week going with the Titans. So here we go again. Broncos country. Next hey. game. No, I, I, I'm not going to say it. I, I'm not gonna, I kind of tease half of it, but I let the, you know, I let the listeners finish that off. You know, <laughs> I'm already cringy enough, boss. I can't, I can't be, you know, I can't double down on it. <laughs> All right, bro. We actually got another fucking London game that I'm going to wake up halfway through to catch, but it's going to be, the New York Giants versus the Packers in London town. Who are you rocking with? Uh, give me the Packers, bro. Give me the Packers. I just Packers. trust them more. And, hey, like I said last – like I said, you know, at the beginning of the season, we're starting to see the Romeo Dobbs show. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's been, he's been putting on the show for sure, shit. Uh, me, it's the fucking Giants. I can't pick them. I'm going Packers. I'm trusting Aaron Rodgers. Uh – I don't even think they're gonna have Danny Dimes available. I think he's uh, I think he's a little nicked up over there. Nice oh, practicing today. Did he? Okay. Well, I already know Danny Dimes is gonna be, you know, half of the rushing attack with Saquon. So, mm-hmm. other than that, if they could stop one of those two, shit, give me the Packers. Oh, the Packers got a horrible run defense. That's what makes this game interesting because of Saquon. I think oh, Saquon's God. gonna get loose. <laughs> Saquon's gonna get loose. Bro, I already know. But I don't want to pick them. Fuck it. Next game up, we got Steelers at the Bills, bro. Old Kenny Pickett's first official start. Who you got? Uh, old Kenny P. Huh? Well, I mean, if you go into this matchup, the, the Steelers don't have a bad defense. They have good secondary players. They got the healthier receiver core, but the other team has Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. You know, so. Give me Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. Hey. All right, you going Bills? All right. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers pull this one out. You know what? I I'ma just I'ma just go Steelers just in case, you know, in case they could pull it out. That way it could kind of help my little win total if they pull it out. But you know, I'm not really thinking they will, but maybe they'll look like a different team out there with uh old KP starting over there. Oh, they're taking shots, boss. You definitely got to respect the D-ball now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit, I'm all for it. 
is going to actually make their offense watchable. Mm-hmm. Old bombshells, here we come to watch you guys play. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll be at bombshells watching Kenny Pickett throw some bombs. Bro, mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett going deep, Josh Allen going deep. Bro, I'm telling you, what if this turns out to be a fucking shoot? I just, man, I catch myself saying that all the time. Like, what if it's a shootout? I just it want, could, bro. It could be. That's the thing. Like, we haven't seen. We just saw for a half what this offense could do mm-hmm. with Kenny Pickett, bro. Imagine a full game where he's literally taking shots with Pickens going deep, one on one coverage, no Trey White, no Micah Hyde, <laughs> bro. Is Pickens? I like, I, I like the chance. <laughs> Bro, is Pickens putting up 150 this game? I think he puts up his first. I don't think he's had a Teddy yet, but he's putting up he's putting up more this game. Oh yeah. All right, bro. Enough hype. Next game, uh we got the Chargers at Cleveland, the old Cleveland Browns over there. Both of these teams 2 and 2. Uh who you got? I like Herb in this one just cuz he's the better quarterback, but Brissett hasn't been playing bad. We got to respect that, too. Mm-hmm. You're my boy, Herbie. All right. Yeah, you're right. I don't think I don't think Brissett's been playing bad. Um, I just think the Chargers got, you know, well, the Browns, they kind of got weapons, kind of not really. They got Chubb. The Chargers got Eckler. I mean, hey, this could be another one that could shape up to be a lot of points in the game. Uh, depending what the over is, I might take the over on this one, but I'm going to go Chargers this game. Good pick, boss. That's what I'm rocking with. I mean, you can trust Herb. Herb's going to put up points. Mm-hmm. He might throw a pick, but he's still going to put up three tutties. Yep, yep. He's going to still throw the touchdowns. Unlike fucking Matthew Stafford on my fucking team. <laughs> Anyways, I've bitched enough about that guy. Uh, Next game up, we got the Texans, Jags. Oh, these poor fucking Texans. Who you got, yeah. boss? Give me T-Law to bounce back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me Sunshine. I'm going Jags. He's going to bounce back. He's going to go ahead and, I think, put a nasty beating on these Texans. But the Texans, they've been competitive. So, uh, But I don't know. I think the Jaguars are just going to have their way with them. Next up, another divisional game here. We got the Bears at the Vikings. Who are you rocking with? The Vikings, bro. I mean, the Bears are too one-dimensional. They can, mm-hmm. they can throw the ball. We saw Mooney finally show up. Mm-hmm. But uh, give me the Vikings, bro. I think Jedi just going to get loose on that defense. It's going to be just, I think, just a passing game. Yep. It's going to be a catch-up mode for the Bears. Yep. And you know what? Like, you know, sometimes I think, like, ah, maybe I should go opposite of, you know, who you pick. But this case, no, thank you. I've seen a stat that says uh, that Cooper Cup has more receptions then Justin Fields has completions. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, God, that ain't good. Give me the Vikings. Give me a give me a fucking Justin Jefferson over there. Even though it's Kirk Cousins over there, he's still he knows he, he knows he needs to get the ball to 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 Jetta. So I don't think they'll fuck that up. Give me the Vikings. Next game up. This is a winnable game for the Lions. The Lions versus the Patriots, bro. Nah, it's not a winnable game. Bro, Goff is going to have his worst game this season against this team, bro. <laughs> what? <laughs> bro, did you, have you, did you see those corners against, yeah, against the Packers? The corners are nice. Bro, you act like they don't got freaking Jamal Williams out there running amok on defenses, bro. 
They're gonna they're gonna have to stop Jamal Williams first. Hey, I mean the Pacers are good against the run. And they hey. got they got good corners. They're not they could sacrifice the safety to come blitz them. I, I like the Pages in this one. <laughs> okay, you going Patriots? This the first one you don't go Detroit? I, I have to go Patriots. Okay. <laughs> it's my other team. Okay. <laughs> it's my team. <laughs> Re- respecting Dollar Bill, I like it. Uh, Dollar Bill. I'm respecting defense on that team. <laughs> Because the you, other team doesn't have a defense. <laughs> who 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 he thinks behind the defense, boss? That's Dollar Bill. That's his forte. You know that's what he does. Oh, really? I couldn't tell. Nick Foles beat him. Oof, <laughs> bully. Hey, Dollar Bill. You hear that? I, I <laughs> hey, I didn't say it. Young dude said it. So, don't take it up with us. Don't get us canceled. Shit. Uh, next game we got the Seahawks versus the Saints. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Give me the Saints if Andy Dalton plays. <laughs> what? Bro, I, he's not going to throw what? a pick on, like, fucking Jameis. <laughs> Saints if Andy Dalton plays? Bro, you are out of there. I'll give you the Saints. I mean, me? they got the better defense. And then you got Olave, who's probably going to keep up with the whatever Metcalf and Lockett does. Hey, I respect. I respect it, but look, I know that we clowned, or, or I know I clowned oh, Gino you know Smith, but that boy out, hey, I'm out there, hey, he's out there throwing it, he's slinging it, that boy's putting up them numbers. Don't I'm, you do it, boss. I'm going to have to go with Geno Smith and them Seahawks, boy. I, hey, you know what? I'm ready to, I, I'm, I'm open, I'm open to putting respect on Geno Smith's name, for sure. I'm open to it. Hey, he's been he's been leading me. He's he's been winning me over. So we're gonna see how this game goes. I'm going Seahawks. Um, next game up, we got the Dolphins versus the old uh, the old Milf Hunter over there, the Jets. Who you got, bro? Damn. This one's kind of tough, bro. I think I, I think since they did it for me last week, I'm a rock with a gum. Give me Jets, J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Oh shit! Hey, old Zach Milfson over there getting it done for him, leading them to a a game winning drive over the Steelers. He hit the gritty because he caught a Philly Philly. Shit, that boy filthy. That boy nasty with it, but you know what? I kind of trust old Teddy Two Gloves over there with the Dolphins to hold it down. Uh, Tyreek is getting his. They still got Waddle. Um, their defense is still keeping them in games over there. I'm going to go ahead and rock with the Dolphins myself. Waddle probably has the best touchdown celebration of all time. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah, the little Waddle. Waddle, Waddle, Waddle. <laughs> waddle, baby, Waddle, baby, Waddle, baby, Waddle. All right, bro. Next up. We got the Falcons at the Bucks. Is this even a question? It's the Bucks. Like I said, I didn't think it to like uh, tease it, bro. It's gonna. They gave up forty-one. They're gonna bounce back and put a smack on these boys. Like we'll probably see Marietta have more than seventeen throws for the first time this season. Mm-hmm. Especially because they don't got uh, old Cordero Patterson back there to lead the charge. Maybe Kyle Pitts actually gets involved. Well, no, the. the- the running back that's taking over for Atlanta's not bad either. Algier, he's their main pass catching running back. Oh yeah, 
Oh, it's yeah. not bad. Oh, yeah. Tell me more, Mr. Uh, guy who went ahead and picked him up off waivers. He's the starting running back. For tell, me, tell me more. And you know what he does, boss? Mm. You know what? You know what the Falcons do? Mm. They run the ball. <laughs> yes, they do. They've been uh, they've been doing pretty good with Cordero back there, but unfortunately, he's out for like a good what they said four weeks. Mm-hmm. So not a bad pickup, Mister Eyes on the waiver wire over there. Hey, I'm just waiting on the old David Montgomery news to see yeah. if I'm putting Khalil Herbert back there. Hey, you might need to. Shit, I'm going Bucks also. Um, you know, I saw Brady just strapped up with the lawyer, so I know he's got a little fucking vengeance he needs to take out on the field. I feel bad for the fucking Falcons. Uh, they're going to get a lot of points put on them. So, oh, yeah. Uh, give me the Bucks. Uh, next up, we got Titans versus the Commanders over here. This one should be a little easy, don't you think? Yeah, give me the truck monster, bro. Oh, yeah. He's going to run over a lot of motherfuckers, especially with no Chase Young, bro. He's going to run over that defense. <laughs> yes, sir. Give me the Titans. I don't got too much to say about that one. Uh, Next up, we got the 49ers at the Panthers. Oh, you, yeah, give me the Niners. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm going 49ers. That defense is for real. And old Baker Mayfield's going to be throwing uh, throwing the ball away, throwing the ball in the dirt, you know, doing Baker Mayfield yeah. stuff. I think it benched this game. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yep. Could be the end. Is this the end of Baker Mayfield at, uh, in Carolina as a starter? Oh, 100%. Shit. Next up, we got Battle of the Birds over here. We got the Eagles versus the Cardinals at Cardinals. I like the Eagles, bro. Their defense had already knows how to deal with the Kyler Murray because they got Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a no-brainer for me. Uh, I'm going Cardinals, man. Uh, you know, that's, that's that on that. I'm going Cardinals. Uh, next up, we got the Cowboys at the Rams. This is easy for me, but who do you got, bro? I got the refs. The refs, I'm dead. I don't want neither one of these teams. But I'll take the Rams, I guess. All right. Going Rams. All right. And then we got the Sunday night football game here. Sunday night football. We got Bengals at the Ravens. This one could be good. Uh, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, with the Ravens, bro. I think they bounce back. They're not going to lose another game at home. Mm-hmm. I think I think their key to success, bro, is when Mandrews is involved. I'm not saying that I'm not just saying that from a fan's perspective. I'm just saying from what I've seen, mm-hmm. when Mandrews is involved, they win. Yep. No shit, you ain't lying. If they could get him involved, that really opens a lot of other things up. Because I mean, you know, Lamar's gonna get his. He's gonna scramble. He's gonna, you know, maybe put up 50 rushing yards a game. You know, 40, 50 rushing yards a game, and. That opens up the pass, and I think their most reliable cash catcher, I mean, pass catcher is Andrew. So I think I think they'll be able to put it together. Uh, Joe Shiesty is going to be getting hit. They're in Baltimore. Oh, you know he's going to be getting hit. Um, it should be a good game, though. Um, I think it might be close. This is the type of game I might take the under on, though. I, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of points up on this one. I think there will be just because it's a divisional game, mm. and if they, they get they get in the red zone, you know, 
three players are liable to score with Lamar, Mandrews, and the running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, I don't think they're going to do what they did last week against the Bills. They're going to show up this week and make it a point to win this game. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, we got the Monday night football game. Raiders at the Chiefs. Who you got, bro? This one's going to be a high-scoring game. <laughs> Oh, give me the cheese, bro. But it's gonna this one's gonna be high. I'm taking the over on this one. Yeah. Shit, you know what? Oh shit, I didn't even pick the last game. I'm going Ravens last game. Uh this game here. Shit, you know what, bro? I don't know. Uh, I think I'm gonna go Raiders, bro, just for the fuck of it. Cause this is kind of like one of them unex I mean, like you said, it's a divisional game. It is in Arrowhead, but I feel like the Raiders Kind of like how, you, kind of like how you said that. Um, uh, who was it that you said the Colts? Oh, how the Colts play the Chiefs tough. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel the Raiders play the Chiefs pretty tough too. You know, plus it's a divisional game. You know, they play them tough. I think the Raiders got a shot if they could get Josh Jacobs involved like they did this last week. I like their chances a lot, especially with Devontae. Um, I'm gonna go Raiders, bro. Oh, I mean, yeah, bro. You, I mean, if they get Josh Jacobs involved, it's definitely a good thing. But this Chiefs defense is—it's not bad. It's a middle of the pack defense. Mm-hmm. Not a bad defense. They can shut down the run and just pray to God Tay Adams doesn't do anything. <laughs> Which I don't think is gonna happen, bro. He's—he's—he's he's, he's Tay. He—he's Tay. He's clearly Derek Carr's. Almost only option, well, not really, but shit, you couldn't tell me otherwise from what I've seen. That boy be hitting them like he targets them like shit 13, 14 times a game. So it's like, yeah, Tay Adams is going to get his. He's they they can't stop him. They can only hope to control him, bro. So you can't even do that. (laughs) Shit. You just got to hope you put three people in that side of the field that he's at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even then, that might not still be enough, bro. I mean, I'm not, I know we're not, I know we're hyping him up, but right. a little bit, just like that's the type of, we're barely hyping him up. <laughs> you know, so I, I'm not saying he's invincible, but. He's the best you, receiver in the league. Yeah, he's the best receiver in the league. It takes someone like Pastor Tane to be able to, to strap him up, you know, and kind of make things tough on him, you know, to kind of. Mm-hmm feel at least comf- comfortable enough to be like, okay, we still got to worry about Devontae Adams, but we got our best guy on him, so I or can live cu- with that. Or a Kuda for Detroit just because he's a physical corner. Mm-hmm. So do the Chiefs got someone like that on their defense? I, 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 mean, I, don't, I don't think so. You saw Mike, you saw Mike Evans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so – I think I think Devontae's gonna have something similar to that. Maybe more yards, maybe one touchdown, but I could see him easily having two. Oh, facts. I think he gets going. I think I guess like you said it yourself, but like I think Derek Carr, I think we well, didn't say this, but I think Derek Carr has a winning record against Patrick Mahomes. Mm. I think. I'm not sure on that because I I remember seeing there's some like well, uh, a couple of seasons where the Raiders won both games. They won in Kansas City and in Oakland. Yeah. I think he has a winning record, and every time they play each other, bro, 60 to 70 points. That's why I'll gladly take the over on this one. Yeah, this one should be good. I'm excited for that one. Shit, I feel like I had another point. Oh, that video of the commentary, uh, 
where uh, that guy on the defense for the Raiders got got uh got little brothered by Jerry Judy, and mm-hmm. then he came back and he was making plays. He was hitting people. So you know, I think I think the Raiders team is they a have, divisional they, game. They're gonna play them tough. They have a chance. It's a it's a fifty fifty game. It's just who has yeah. the ball last and who makes the least mistakes. Yeah, it's a 50-50 game. You got Chiefs, I got Raiders. Either way, one of us is going to hit, so it makes the podcast look good, you know? So either way, it's a win for all, for both of us. Thanks. Who's the Monday night game? Uh, That's the Monday night game. That's the Monday night game? Yeah, that's the Monday night game. That's a good Monday night game. <laughs> Bro, I'm telling you. I don't know what it is about 2022 and the way they put these schedules together, but you know, these games they haven't been they haven't been they haven't really let me down. Maybe besides this Thursday night game, you know, Colts Broncos, it's not like the best, but so far the Thursday night games and the Monday night games they've been pretty good. Well, shit, they probably thought when they made the schedule that Matt Ryan would probably be playing a lot better and the Broncos would have a the head coach be a good head coach, but you know, <laughs> you know head coach is bad. <laughs> yeah, that, that didn't turn out. It's that old Bill Belichick coaching tree hype again. Strikes again. And you see it with McDaniels. He's mm-hmm. just lucky he has Tay Adams this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, shit, that's all of the week five games. We went ahead and made our picks for the game. So um that's the episode, everybody. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, go ahead and check us out on our socials. Follow us on Instagram, Jesus and Deuce Pod. Go like our page on Facebook, Jesus and Deuce Podcast, so you can stay up to date when we drop new episodes, when we put out any kind of content here and there, you know. Uh, whenever we might be at a game, whenever we're at the bombshells, you know, drinking it up. Uh, you know, just keep keep an eye on us, see what we're doing. We're going to try to, you know, stay consistent with these uploads. And, um, Shit, you got any last words, dudes? No, right, man. Just make sure y'all have a great weekend. Be safe. Maybe y'all drink. Make sure you don't drive because those tickets do not play. Yep. Those tickets do not play. And uh, pray to God you don't get a DWI, you know, because that's another story for another day. Shit. Thanks for shit. Already, Brody, you have a great day yourself, man. Don't be late to work. Nah, <laughs> I got to take my cake ass to work. So. Uh, for both of us here at the podcast, thank you everybody for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Later.